Hello, and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name, and I'd like to welcome all the couples listening in to this very special Valentine's Day episode. Woo! We, we are all about love here, not just love for comics, but for one another, for our loved ones, for our very, very special people in our lives. My name is Demon Knight, and I will help you find love. I guarantee it. Where are you? In fact, just take your, your earbud or your, your headphone, wherever you're listening, and just pop it into the next person along's ear and Don't let do them that. share with you Don't do this that. experience. Oh, it's unhealthy. Listen, I'm trying to help these people find something special in their lives. It's Th- This is the worst sounding late night like love talk show <laughs> for the radio <laughs> I've ever heard. Oh my goodness. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock it off then. Hello, I'm Dean. Hey. Hey, you're you're here with me, DJ Dazzy Dean, and I'm going to see you through for the next two hours into the early hours. I'm going to give you terrible tips. <laughs> Tip one, take your earbud, jam it into <laughs> the next person's ear, make a connection. The only connection you'll probably make is between their fist and your face. Yeah. So we are here to create a superhero from a randomly generated name, slash randomly generated anything. Isn't that right, Jane Sars and Josh Randall? Yep. Excellent. But, but of course, before we can do that, we need to juice up on some inspiration. Of course, we read a few comics. We like to recommend them to you guys. Again, finding a little bit of love in those pages. Well, you're so loved up. Why don't you recommend yours first then? Excellent. Well, I've been reading a comic all about a very dynamic duo. Not that dynamic duo, though. I just got to oh. reiterate. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, Batman and Robin are very lovely. And I know I've seen some very shall we say, lovely pages of them. But I'm not talking about those. I've been reading... That's problematic. That's another discussion. Yes. That we'll have off screen. Off whatever. Screen. Um, I've been reading a webcomic called Night and Beard by Tara Kurtzel and Sarah Bollinger. Uh, It's all about a... uh, a duo, of course, of an overly proud, determined young woman called Knight and a big old softy with a giant beard called Beard. And they live in this uh, classic fantasy uh, town with your taverns and your stables and whatnot. And they, uh, they're they part of the guard and they're trying to help out, take care of their shifts and whatnot and generally be good guys. The only problem is uh, Knight, she's very prone to sort of fits of anger and as i mentioned she's very proud so if anyone challenges her she's immediately like on it and you do not want to be on her bad side the only problem is she's very she's got a massive inferiority complex which i imagine women who are trying to find uh employment in the town's guard are gonna find so unfortunately beard being the big softy empathetic uh man that he is has to deal with that as well and it it's been quite a ride actually it's quite intense in terms of character especially with um with night steel like it 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 does challenge the whole gender thing with um that particular style of character you know a young woman wants to be powerful man literally everyone in the comic like pushes her around and challenges her and it, it gets quite intense sometimes but it's it's good it's nice um with beard he has like a, a lot of like love connections and he he, he, of course, he's a very gentle soul, and he he just wants to get by. But being tagged along with her, it's a bit of a problem. 
Uh, I really like the art in this, like some very nicely designed characters, uh, especially the uh, the lead duo. They are they're, they're that kind of character you can tell from a glance what they're all about. Yeah, I, I remember when I spotted uh, the promo art, it immediately drew me in. It's it's really mm. cutesy, I guess, is a good way of putting Cute, it. Sort of cutesy, sort of um, bold, re- just really, yeah. um, really clear. Um, it'd be quite good for like a young audience as well. So if you have like maybe younger siblings, like uh, send them their way. Uh, it's not got a lot of like, well, it's not got any like bad language or violence or anything. Real wholesome stuff. And I've been digging it and I hope you guys dig it too. Who's next for the love train? Choo choo. I guess I'll go choo choo. I'll start. We're not going to jump no. that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like hanging on. Limply at the back of this train, uh, yeah, like a flag. <laughs> um, but I will actually show some enthusiasm for what I've been reading because mm, it's always I had, appreciated. Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling that you'd go all lovey-dovey this week. He hasn't shut up about it all week since the last <laughs> recording. So I decided to pick one of my favourite romance comics to read, and it's not super gay. Before what? you jump on Jade, disappointing. <laughs> No, it's this is some het shit. Uh, so this is possibly one of the best shoujo comics out there. It's Oran oh. High School Host Club by Bisco Hattori. Getting classic. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, it's a classic for a reason. Like it spawned one of the best anime series of the two thousands. So you know, it's a classic for a reason. Um, it's about a poor scholarship student who's at a school for absurdly rich kids. And they were just trying to find somewhere quiet to study that wasn't one of the four very occupied libraries when they stumble upon the unused third music room. But that happens to contain a handsome all-male host club. Ooh la la. And uh, they knock over a priceless vase in their haste to run away. Um, and I don't, I don't know why they ran away. I mean, it's a host <laughs> club. Who wouldn't just leap at that? Um, but yes, yeah, so they break this vase and uh, it was priceless and because they're poor, they can't just pay it back. So they end up working off their debt by working as a host themselves. But what the club doesn't know is that she's a girl. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not really about sort of like gender play or anything. Like Haruhi, this girl, is just this really unique deadpan character. Um, and it's such a funny series because the humor often comes just from her kind of disconnect between what she knows, and what all these dumb rich kids keep getting up to. (laughs) Yeah, oh my goodness. Like, one of the first jokes is about her chore being to go and get coffee, so she brings back instant coffee, and they're like, what is this? I've heard of this. Yes, I will try the instant coffee. Oh, it turns out poor people don't have time to grind their own beans. You fucking, what? (laughs) Yeah. What? Um, So yeah, it's, it's just really funny, and the romance is lovely. It comes you know, naturally through a strong friendship, and it's just super cute. Excellent. I can also recommend uh, Oran High School Host Club. Classic stuff. Should be on your manga shelf. Hmm. Josh, what's been on your reading shelf, the shelf that you read from? Um, It's nothing romancy. I Aww. just don't know why. So- sorry to uh, burst the bubble. Love is dead. Love is love dead. Is, love is dead. Jesus, and Josh. using... Death as a segue, I guess. Oh, God. Uh, we'll see. Um, basically, last week, I was speaking about Pluto and how Urasawa managed to get, like, 
kind of transport action into kind of noir kind of genre routes. Mm -hmm. This time what I've gone for is a superhero kind of general, well, general action, but has veered into kind of more meta and interesting ideas. And this time they've transported into horror. Oh. So this week I've been reading um, the whole run of Jeff Lemire's Animal Man. Oh boy, Animal Man. So I've mentioned Lemire as a writer before in Roughneck. Um, this time he's he's only on writing duties. He's got quite a eclectic um, um, artist team on this. We've got a couple of ones I've actually mentioned before, actually, I think. Uh, we've got Steve Pugh, who did art on the Flintstones, which mm-hmm. I mentioned way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travel Foreman and Raphael Albuquerque, who all three of them seem to handle horror really well. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Animal Man is a hero who kind of tunes into this thing called the red and basically he can kind of take on characteristics of animals um so it'd be like strength of like apes and stuff and effectively what this story is all about animal man's daughter has been selected as an avatar for the kind of power that animal man has Hmm. and a lot of kind of horror stuff happens they go on a big old road trip there's just a lot of there's a lot of body horror in this and I'm not sure if that's what I like most about it, is how they've managed to kind of go quite grisly. Yeah. Um, I've always been a sucker for body horror. With a power like Animal Man's as well, it's going to happen yeah. quite naturally, taking on the mm. characteristics of animals and whatnot. Yeah, and the art art team on this, they do so well with, like, travel form. And it's such a... The word I want to use is disgusting in the, almost the way that I say it. It's bul- bulbous? But mm. Okay. That You can kind... Yeah. Is it better mm. or worse than the Animorphs covers? Um... I would. S- oh. Which which <laughs> oh, God? Which end of the spec? Well, like mid animorph when they're in the yeah mid animorph when it's like oh. true horror. Ooh, yeah, I'd say it's actually similar kind of. <laughs> okay. Roots on that actually. Oh boy, we're trying to get people to read these comics, man. We're not. <laughs> we don't want to turn them off immediately. Well, you know, you, you you guys have gone for pure and good. I've gone for grisly and greasy. Hmm. Um. But yeah, actually, still. I would like to say that at its core, it is a big story about family and, you know, sticking together. Mm. And it's solid. Sticking together? That's kind of Valentine's Day-ish, right? Hmm. Love for your family. Nice. So, I like to say, and I'm sure a lot of other creative types will say, when you're trying to find inspiration, it's always good to find stuff outside your usual sphere of influence. So, whilst we've got our two kind of romantic kind of... um friendship-based comics. We've got Josh here, the outlier, who's going to in- inject a sort of a chemical X into our hero this week. We say that, but a lot of people find a, a certain romance to horror. Mm. I guess so. They have some strong fans, you know, them horror films and series and whatnot, don't they? Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's okay, because Valentine's Day, of course, this generator I've got for you guys today isn't entirely pure. Mm. Okay. It's always a good good introduction when you're like, it's not <laughs> it's not what you're expecting, but it's kind of what you're expecting at the same time. I saw this a few weeks ago and I I knew this was going to be the Valentine's Day generator when I saw it. So what is Valentine's Day to you all about? Is this uh, a is this a question that's open to the floor? It is open to y'all. Um something I've always snubbed. Okay. Okay, so... The dumb corporate holiday? Well, for a lot of people, Valentine's Day is all about the sex. Oh. About getting a little something-something 
on February 14th. You haven't picked out the Kama Sutra name generator, have you, or something? I've not. <laughs> okay. I've got here the penis name generator. <laughs> okay. And I've got alongside <sighs> it the vagina name generator. Jesus. Well, this is awfully heteronormative, but all right. I was going to... Thank you, Jay, because I was going to say a little disclaimer. Although we will pick a name based on a vagina and a penis name generator, that doesn't necessarily uh, indicate the, the gender of our heroes. Or indeed the species of our heroes, the anything of our heroes. Or that sex involves a penis and a vagina. Exactly. So this is just Dean trying to dig out some funnies for Valentine's Day because okay. fucking is a kind of a dumb holiday when you think about it. For sure. If you're not so, treating every day like it's Valentine's Day with your partner, then what the fuck are you doing? Listen, they're special to you. Show them. Right now. Right fucking now. Take, By taking take... the earbud and shoving <laughs> it in their ear. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll tell them this. Hey, they love you. Isn't that cool? Okay, you can take it out now. Take it out. Give, give it back. Right, let's get some names. All right, so let's get some... Shall we get some vagina names first? Okay. Who wants to go first? Not a question I'd ever thought I'd be asked. <laughs> sure. Uh, Josh, well volunteered. Yep. Of course, this uh, isn't you're a both Jays. Is it? uh, it's a uh, image macro. Oh, okay. By a website called Inappropriate Moms. <laughs> so thank you, inappropriatemoms.com. We're not being sponsored by Inappropriate Moms, are we? <sighs> I mean... I mean, we've, uh, we're always looking for sponsors, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the money. I'm not sure if this is our, the best way to go. So... Jade and Josh, you're both J's, and it's a classic first name, last name deal. So you're both are going to be uh, c- cutie. You're both cutie. Ah, But Josh, you are cutie pit. Excuse and me? And Jade, you're, you're cutie pit, Josh. And Jade, you're cutie snatch. Cutie snatch. Ooh, that sounds super appropriate. And I'm glitter tunnel. Glitter <laughs> tunnel. That's... <laughs> Who... So... Who would? You okay, Josh? Yeah. I actually nice. like these. What cutie pit? No, not cute. No, yours is shit. But <laughs> cutie snatch and glitter tunnels, great. Gl- yes. Do you know what yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to keep an open mind. Glitter tunnel could be quite a surreal hero, I believe. For sure, like cutie snatch. You want to get snatched up by a cutie? Ooh. I know that's not what snatch means, <laughs> but um. <laughs> you're you're lucky though. You, what? Like there are some ridiculous um. It's like potential names on here. Uh, like, oh, I'm sorry. You been... More ridiculous than Cutie Pit. Yeah, Pit been... just sounds like you don't want to go down there. You don't want to go down that been... pit. You could have been cock cock taco. How about that? <laughs> I... Anyway, let's go. Let's go to the penis. Let's go to the penis. Let's. Um. Again, Josh and Jade. You're both Jays, and uh, both of the Jays are man. Oh. So, Josh, you're your man tool. Okay. You can swap that around, tool. be tool man. Tool man. Oh, what? And T- Tim Allen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Jade, your man meat. Oh. Oh. No. Or, or meat man? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm girthy pole. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, kind of man tool and man meat are kind of like... You can almost try and hide those, but I feel like Girthy Pole is pushing it. Yeah. Okay, so we should get, a, like, a couple. One Virgin and one Peen. Okay. Glitter Tunnel, then, I think. Gl- glitter Tunnel. That's very good. 
and Girthy Pole. No. <laughs> no, we, we no. How how about how about Meat Man? We'll we'll do a we'll do a compromise. Okay, well so Glitter Tunnel and Meat Man. <laughs> oh, do you know what the first thing that came to mind was just a theme song of some kind? Glitter Tunnel. What would that meat sound man. like? Meat Man and Glitter Tunnel. <laughs> Sparkling Marbling. <laughs> we are we are thirty three episodes in. It's time to it's time to test ourselves. I feel as though yeah. Mm. No, it is it is time. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Who's got it? Who's got something? Yeah. Um Glitter Tunnel sounds like oh, you go, Josh. Glitter Tunnel is someone who gives someone vertigo based uh illness. <laughs> okay. I only say that because I think Whenever I think of Glitter Tunnel, funnily enough, it's not what I think um, of a vagina, <laughs> exactly. Um, Do you not? No, no. I was See, just thinking of, like, that bit in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, where they're yeah. in, you know, the, the rainbow horror riverboat scene. Oh, jeez. Which direction they are going. 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 Anyway, so... Into the vagine. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what if uh, their power is to, like, generate some sort of disorienting tunnel that's just endless? Yeah. Well, this oh. is the thing. I, I remember going to... When I was in Edinburgh, I went into a kind of an illusion kind of museum, which, okay. mm-hmm. I don't know, sounds silly when you mention it, but there was, like, a tunnel where you kind of walked halfway down and you just got... And the way that they kind of... They had like spinning s- cylinders around, mm. and even though it was straight, it pretty much gave you vertigo and like just totally just threw you off balance. Yeah, I like that. So I think something See, like that would be good. Yeah. When I hear the name Glitter Tunnel, I think of like a sort of seventies glam rock disco outfit. Okay. Yeah, kind of like Dazzler from um from the Marvel that that era of sort of costume. I'm yeah. th- <laughs> I'm thinking of some kind of. Weird superhero conga line. <laughs> okay, and you know who's part of that conga line? Is it Meat Man? It's 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 Meat Man, Man Meat. So Glitter Tunnel is good at trapping villains. Meat Man then jumps in to finish the job. Just socks him right on the chin. <laughs> meat Man jumps <laughs> into the Glitter Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> See, this this is why we couldn't choose Girthy Pole because exactly. that that is just outright. You know, that's that's on the that's two on the nose. I, I have to admit, I took I took a quick peek and I was like, oh, Girthy Pole, hmm. But I I couldn't quite I couldn't quite see myself in Girthy Pole. So you you, know? t- you couldn't see yourself. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you cheated. That's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, and, and do you know what? That's why we're not going to use Girthy Pole because you cheated. Yeah. You prepared exactly. I've disqualified myself yeah. from bitten by a radioactive podcast. I can't believe it. Go, it go sit in fault. the glitter tunnel. Think what you've been doing. <laughs> it kind of makes me ill. All right, go and sit in the cutie snatch instead. Now. <laughs> or the cutie pit, whichever one you prefer. <laughs> the cutie pit. I mean, that sounds like somewhere Dean would be. The cutie pit. I just Aww. put all my cuties in there. Oh, Jay. Yeah. Well, it's Valentine's. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. So, Meat Man. Who's yes. Meat Man? Just a big slab of meat. Yep. What, what can we say about... Do we, uh, do we, we want to go with Meat Man or Man Meat? Meat Man meat is obviously man. the superhero kind of norm. Let's say Meat Man. Just okay. you know, to be traditional about things. Mm. We've, I just we've like got how simple it sounds. Yeah. See, now, 
we could do like a whole beefy guy, smaller, glamorous guy duo for our wonderful Valentine's Day episode. Well, I just don't... Can I suggest that we don't just make Meat Man a punchy man? Okay. Maybe he can... Con- I was about to say control meat, but that just sounds really <laughs> kind of bad considering Embrace the context. Embrace the innuendos. He can- okay, okay. <sighs> he can control meat. He can control arousal of people and make them disorientate, uh, disorientated even more than they already are by giving, giving them weird feelings about themselves. Hmm. I that don't know you- how... No. <laughs> it's a hard no from Jay. It's, no, it just raises questions of consent. Mm. Oh, it does. It, like, if you've like, got a literal aphrodisiac man walking into a glitter tunnel <laughs> and making oh, people boy. who already are not feeling great question their sexuality. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Okay. Okay, back to the drawing board. Meat Man. He has the ability... Is that a good way of doing Meat Man without well, making see, him just muscly? Oh, that's the thing. I was going to go like someone who just has attacks that are called like prime rib and it's just a punch. To the rib. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we could use that somehow. Okay. Could they... Mm, could they... Do you remember... Come on, Josh. In... Oh. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I want to go references, but I'm going to go with a reference. Do you remember in One Piece? Yes. Um... Sanji has an attack that pretty much reforms people's faces. No, I oh, don't yeah. remember that. What? Don't you? Um, no. He, can, there he was... can, like, kick people beautiful. At one point, Sanji fights a man who fights with ramen, and he makes a ramen armor. And he has the worst-looking face ever. And every time that Sanji kicks it, he makes him more beautiful. I've somehow erased this fight from um, my memory. Okay, do you also remember when... You know that Sanji... Also, once again, another One Piece spoiler for everyone. Sanji's Is this original... the doppelganger? Yes, Duval, and he punches, yeah. and he kicks Duval in the face, and Duval now has a pretty face. Yeah, I remember that. Well, that's the same um, technique that he uses on uh, Wanze, the man okay. with the, the ramen. Arm. So, where are you going with this? What happens if the way that Meat Man can like attack people will kind of physically change them? Mm-hmm. At least okay. in ter- at least in terms of like their body structure. I mean, it could be to make them weaker, or it could be to make them stronger. Well, maybe he has control over that. Mm. And I'm not sure if I want that to be with punching or through some other kind of ability. I mean, that would be the ideal way to deliver his power to villains. So, you know, like, I don't know, he punches someone on the butt and they get really nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Josh. A creative whirlwind, Josh. <laughs> I-, I was burned out quite quickly on that idea. <laughs> no, no, that's a good idea, though. I like it because I thought, as you said it, like, why would he want to turn anyone strong? But... Their partner could be turned strong. Mm, exactly. So they have to punch up their partner before a fight. Yes. Well, in, a, it, it, in a good way. Yeah. Oh. So, that, mm. Mm. so like they they kind of have a little what's what's the term like a um a sparring match before every fight to gear themselves up, but also <laughs> to beef up glitter. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I was going to suggest that he can just use his powers by touching someone and punching is just the most violent way of doing that but i'm, I'm true. I, no i'm more into like he has to deliver a punch no, but maybe a... he knows that and he prefers punching can't kind of think of yeah, it like... to like maybe like pre-surgery or something like their sparring match is kind of like the surgery where it's like well you know 
We're going up again. We're going to go on a patrol today, so I'm going to need you to give us some, some good old legs. Let's get those calves mm. going. Knock, 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 knock into the calves. Oh, damn, you've got some defined calves. And, like, <laughs> then they just happen to deliver a couple of punches to... Uh, what's the term? Gluteus Maximus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you didn't need to do that. And they're like, yes, I did. <laughs> By God, we've got it. We've got Meat Man. And Glitter Tunnel has a nice butt. Yes. So, well, not always. Maybe the, mm. the joke is they have a terrible butt most of the time and Meat Man makes it a point to punch their butt before they go out. <laughs> <laughs> the true tragedy um, of this story <laughs> is, that, is that Glitter Tunnel doesn't have a good butt. That's true. Um, you know... Jade, before you start, I just have to say, like, it, it took a while, but Meat Man, Meat Man finally came through. <laughs> oh. I, I, got, I had to. It's it's our Valentine's Day couple special. What, what, why did All you right. wait until like twenty minutes into the episode for that? You could have done that at, like the very end. Oh, you, you've I... you've prematurely uh, <laughs> made a joke, Dean. Uh Okay, and now it's I'm going to brush that aside. <laughs> I'm going to brush that aside and just let's, say... Let's, let's wipe it from the record. Who are these people? We've got... Well, we've whoa, got... whoa, 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 whoa. Before we get into their personalities, can I just establish? So this villain that's been trapped in the glitter tunnel that's got major vertigo and I guess it's slumped on their knees in this tunnel that they can't escape. Does Meat Man, like, punch them in a certain way and then they become, like, skinny? Mm, I would say they punch them, like, maybe... In the in the cuffs, so they can't run away. Mm, I'm not even and sure then... if he actually has to. I'm wondering if it would be quite a nice kind of spin if the really muscular, beefy hero is actually more of a support character. Oh, it's just, oh, that's really good, actually. So nice. Glitter Tunnel is actually the one who probably delivers the final thing. So if you think mm. about it, if you're going to be in Glitter Tunnel's like immediate area, you're always going to feel head over heels. Hmm. Hmm. Um. So if they're beefy. And they, they, they can never really get on their feet again. They're going to be like punch yeah. drunk the entire time. So hold on. We need to establish how Glitter Tunnel's power work. Like how they trap well, someone in the tunnel. Now, the idea that I originally had, because of the Glitter Tunnel thing, I kind of imagined like um, the glitter being like stars. Hmm. And kind of like it, when you start like looking up too much, you kind of get a bit like lose your balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the original idea I had. So I'm not sure if you can work off that or if you want to go down a it's... different tunnel. In terms of their way of fighting, is Glitter Tunnel essentially the trap from Ghostbusters? So Kind of, yeah. So uh, Meat Man sets them up, sort of may- maybe uh, gets all the uh, enemies into... All the enemies? All the um, evildoers into one place, perhaps through physical means or manipulation of their bodies, and then in comes uh, Glitter Tunnel, whoosh, all, all three or four of them, however many, are all enraptured by the, the glitter tunnel and they're well, what like if we do easy both? captures so so hear me out by having um the punch up before any fight these two become you know super buff or like meat mm-hmm. man is buff anyway i guess yeah um so they need to be buff because they have to well they have to manhandle these um villains outside if they're not already outside because they need to get them to look up at the sky in order mm. to trigger the power. Okay. So, like, picture them just grabbing someone's chin and then being like, what the hell, tilting their head and suddenly, and the sky swirls and they're suddenly mm. in this endless tunnel. Nice. Okay, so we have we have sort of the way they fight. Now now we need... We need who are they? Yes, now Who's we can Glitter come tunnel? to personalities, yes. Glitter Tunnel Meat Man. 
How, how do they kiss? Josh, did you just chuckle at the... Okay, no, you didn't. I thought someone was chuckling at the word come there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that, that's... Just me. Turns out I was the goof. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the issue with this. It's like, I remember when, like, I think like, some of like, the first sex education classes we had, my teacher literally just, she had a list and she just said penis vagina she said okay just everyone just laugh at these now and get out of your system <laughs> maybe maybe we should have done this before the episode or something perhaps yeah <laughs> nah 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 i had to i had to jump this on you guys um so these these individuals are are they a loving couple yeah Co- of sure. course they are. trick question i was testing you of course they are <laughs> they are a wonderful couple they kiss one another every night they sleep in the same bed they have an unbreakable bond yeah i mean they can beat each other up without like one feeling weaker than the other even Mm. though one is naturally buffer they treat each other as equals Mm. yes i like this very much how so like i said i i kind of imagined a glitter tunnel to be like sort of almost like a rock star like glam star Mm. you know i can do it it with like a, a very tight spandex outfit, maybe they have like a, a cape attached to that. So they're a performer, a, a and Meat Man is their bouncer. Oh, that that's a really solid. Sure, that's that's solid origin already. You can that fits. But also, oh, also it means that before they go on stage every time, Meat Man gives them a slap on the butt each cheek <laughs> just to make sure. Dosh dosh. <laughs> Meat Man does have to have the physique of a um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character, though. Oh, no, Buffer. Mm. Buffer, B- even. G- fucking hell. Can we go Buffer? Are yes. we, what are we talking like, I feel like we've mentioned him quite a fair bit, like Armstrong? Yeah, I was literally thinking Armstrong. <laughs> nice. With the sparkles and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the glitter. <laughs> and when when the fights happen, his chest and arms burst out the 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 bouncer suit his legs rip the trousers and oh it's just the the tidies that are left does he have hulk style unbreakable tighties he's going to have to unless we vastly change our target market (laughs) for this comic i was going to suggest the first time that they realized they were in love and it was going to be one of those points where the security has to hold the performer in like a bridal kind of catch thing like fa- fans are storming the stage, and it's like, no, we have to get you out of here. And he just sweeps um, Glitter Tunnel straight off their feet, <laughs> and just starts taking them out. And at that point, Glitter Tunnel just looks up and just sees this buff piece of meat, yeah. <laughs> and and that starts feeling that you know that adoration. Mm-hmm. But then the fans are swamping too much, and this is the point where Glitter Tunnel decides to use their power and reveal themselves. Mm. And it's at this point that Meat Man looks on at Glitter Tunnel. And thinks, damn, that's a flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a, a fucking cardboard box of an ass. Oh my god! Now I have to draw that. <laughs> um, Curse you. So that's the, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, that's perfect. And of course, like Glitter Tunnel's power works like as a showman's power as well as an mm. offensive power. You can also picture, like, the day after it being in the news, like, thousands of fans left sick after show at so-and-so park. Yeah. But, of course, uh, Glitter Tunnel loves their fans. Mm. That they, They'd be nothing without the fans. So he is just... He feels their pain 
if any of his fans end up in trouble, if they get beaten up by ne'er do wells, or if they oh, get their purses stolen. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, He's, like he starts to take it upon himself. And of course, Meat Man, real name Meat Man, <laughs> loves him so much. That he's like, listen, I'm your bodyguard. I have to guard your body, no matter where it is, and no matter go. how flat it is. A nice, a nice little simple uh, superhero origin story there. I like the idea of like it becoming a part of, like, just a natural part of their concerts as well. Like mm. their fan base only grows because of the rumors that that concerts are constantly interrupted by Glitter just jumping off of the stage <laughs> and being like, Oi, oi, I saw you grab her boob. Don't don't run from me. <laughs> oh, my God. Mammy, get him. <laughs> well, no, no. Oh, yeah. We're, no, like, imagine just before that, like, this person trying to get out of the crowd and just Glitter just kind of putting their hand up and kind of just almost, like, summoning their power and just this yeah. person kind of running and it's almost like warping around them like some kind of weird Doctor Strange kind of thing. And, uh, and like, all yeah. of like the strong fans instantly look at the floor and they're like, I want to behold his beauty, yeah. but I know I cannot. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And and then okay. they're like, okay, meat man, get him. Yeah. Excellent. We. <laughs> and it's, it's very fun doing like entertainment heroes because, well, superheroism is inherently entertaining well it's clearly because it sells so much so many comic books but i think just to be a bit real for a moment as well like we currently live in a very celebrity based culture where Mm. lots of young people really look up to celebrities as if because they see them they know everything about them and therefore they're close to them yeah so it's a nice thought for like a celebrity an entertainer to just be like a pure hero but at the same time is this some kind of weird commentary about how you shouldn't look up at your heroes (laughs) (laughs) yes well mate does do any of these heroes have a vice then maybe they do inherently have a personality flaw yes they're too wrapped up in each other there there it is um their their entire twitter presence is just them taking selfies of each other and literally they only talk to one another on twitter and everyone's so many heart emojis everywhere (laughs) yeah but maybe that's just like Almost like a, a narcissistic thing where they are so enamored by one another that um, it could be quite... They're, they're jealous. They're jealous lovers. Oh. There it is. We worked it out. We are in the... Oh, that makes me sad though. Jealousy is such a trivial thing. Exactly. Such a vice. Okay. All right. I was also going to say for the sake of it being like, you know, a hero comic, perhaps they get quite cocky and self-assured in mm. the, that they can't be defeated and so maybe somewhere they're, down they're, the they're line their pride is a vice yeah some someone yeah. stronger makes their way out of the crowd like some kind of maybe battle of the bands <laughs> oh. um maybe um see i want man me and yeah glitter tunnel at the moment glitter Tunnel's taking a lot of the lead so let's give man me sort of an arc but let's ma- give no we spent ages talking about how man meets powers work because Man Me is a support hero, mm. but they are equals. But with Glitter Tunnel being a rock star, pop star, disco star sensation, they're going to have a lot of bodies thrown at them. Oh, I see. If you, you know mean. what I mean. Yes. Yes. Um, not only uh, bodies of fans. They, of course, they love the fans. They love fans. Fans are everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but also maybe celebrities, very pretty celebrities. Oh, yes. So, uh, what if one celebrity, a man or a woman? Don't care. Don't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, let me rephrase that. Virgin or penis uh, oh. generator? Oh. Um. I'm going to go with penis. Uh, Josh, what was the last uh, artist you... Uh, who was the... Oh, Jeff Lemire was in your book, wasn't he? Uh, no, don't don't do that one, just because that's a J again. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, travel. What about Bisco Hattori? Mm. Ah, so that's hard stick. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is someone that walks with a cane, even though they don't have any walking issues or impairments. Hard stick. Known for their very hard rock and roll music. So hard stick comes along, and maybe Ooh, they start making a connection the, on Instagram. Could the hard stick be the microphone stand? Oh, that's a good point. There you go. Hard stick, known for his hard stick. No, their cane literally is an extendable. They oh, carry a mic with them everywhere. Nice. <laughs> These are the kinds of worlds that I do love to create with you two. Okay, mm. well, whilst we're on the subject, I don't want to take you off your tangent, but I'm afraid I might lose it. What about a villain called Crowd Surfer who throws people from the crowd at the person? <laughs> <laughs> only, only if they have like almost like a very small, like like one of those speedboats. They use those across the crowd. Well, do you know what? It's funny. You, this actually kind of reminds me. I remember that um, Ramstein used to take a dinghy out to, yes. during their concerts and they used to play guitar whilst just kind of, and the crowd would kind of surf them across on the dinghy. And I thought, man, wouldn't that be a great kind of villain? That is a great idea. Yes, do that. That That is exactly what I was thinking of. I just ended up pumping some steroids in it. But yes, yeah. man in a boat, villain, throwing uh, literal people at uh, Glitter Tunnel and uh, Meat Man, Man Meat. Oh, we could, we could also call them crowd control. <laughs> I'm not sure if I prefer crowd surfer or crowd control. Crowd surfer, it, well, I was going to say their other power could be like literally controlling the crowd so that they yeah, push so that, them further and further away. I'm going to go glitter. with crowd surfer purely crowd surfer for like a silver surfer kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, so back to hard stick. Yeah, hard yes, stick. Sorry, hard stick crowbars him his way between um, glitter tunnel and man meat meat man and. He starts getting the googly eyes for Glitter Tunnel. Can we say? Um, can we say uh, she? Because I'm getting. You know, I was, an I was thinking of, she. Yeah, some some very tall person in heels with a cane that is a microphone just clip clopping all over mm. the place. You know. We certainly can. Hard stick. She ends up almost stealing a lot of uh, a lot of Glitter Tunnel's time at first. You know how it is. Your, your other half gets a new friend and you're like, oh, they're spending a lot of time with one another. And naturally, not because of any inherent like logic or um, knowledge or anything, but you, you sort of, you know, you get uncomfortable. Like, oh, oh, they're cool, I guess. It's natural. It's bullshit, but it happens. But Meat Man, he, these are new feelings to him. You know, he's never really loved as hard as when he did with Glitter Tunnel. And now he's very confused. How does this end? Well, does Hardstick have powers? Hardstick, I think of some weird innuendo here, has the power to extend... Pe- pe- penetrate oh. anywhere. There well, you go. Actually, do you know what? I was going to say penetrate with their words. Oh. Ooh. Because um, if they've got a microphone, I imagine they're oh, doing quite a lot of like singing or kind of like yeah. talking. So could like whatever they say almost be cutting? Mm. 
I'd I like. Oh, so like the microphone's almost like a weapon. Mm. Yes, that is exactly their power. So maybe they end up. Maybe she ends up revealing herself as like a villain, trying to split them up in order to, uh, to gain control of the city. Slash. And perhaps this whatever. could be the one villain that figures out how to stop Glitter Tunnel from using their power, and so it's up to Man Meat to defeat her. It's up to Man Meat to delete Hard Stick. Yes. <laughs> how would that, you that, stop that, that would have been. Mm, that's what I was just. Well, the only way that I was thinking was is like when like singers finish a song they always tend to do that thing where they kind of put their fist into the air and look down <laughs> and i was trying to figure out some kind of way that they could work that into there somehow echolocation what? you don't need to <laughs> you don't need to open your eyes and look at the glitter tunnel if you can close oh. them and echolocate okay yeah and of course with a microphone you can just fucking belt into that so and she has you cutting get a- words and echolocation and her eyes are always closed when she's performing in a fight uh well, she she can close her eyes and like use the location. Yeah. But I guess, I guess it's more of a rock star thing. You just close your eyes, like mm. you know, typical raising um, the fist. They, they always do yeah, just yeah, close exactly. their eyes, don't they? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. So, how does Meat Man defeat her? <gasps> oh, oh, oh God! We both had a very good idea at the same time. Okay, you he go wants first. to go. F- well, we've kind of sidelined. Meat Man's power. What mm. happens if Meat Man just punches him in the throat? See, I had a very similar idea, but I didn't gasp. Uh, Jade, you go first. We got a, <laughs> a clear line here. <laughs> I like Josh's idea, but perhaps it can add on to my idea then. Um, I was thinking perhaps this is a fight where Meat Man feels a bit powerless. Like maybe after he punches her in the throat, she can still use her power, even though her singing's nowhere near as good. She's still ma- able to make noise. So oh, she okay. can still do her cutting motion, and so she's still wailing on Glitter Tunnel. And um, so he has to find a way to drown out her noise. Okay. And so he steals her microphone stick and starts belting out the most off-key, terrible love song for Glitter Tunnel. Do you want to hear what I thought? Go on. Um, Josh, you were you very close. There are no okay. muscles in the throat. <laughs> Not but, a, well, no, it doesn't have to be muscles, does it? Yeah, it's just meat. It's just meat, man. It's just meat. But but the diaphragm is a muscle. Okay. Oh, knock the wind out of him. Exactly. So what? Uh, an alternate ending is uh, man meat meat man figuring this out and sort of punching her in the gut and taking away some of her diaphragm. But you need your diaphragm to breathe. So if you punch it too much. You're going to, like, eliminate it, and then you're going to, well, they're going to suffocate. So maybe Glitter Tunnel comes in and it's like, no, no, don't don't kill her. I'm going to do my Bowie impression now for uh, Glitter Tunnel. <laughs> Go on. No, don't kill her. She's precious to me. That, she, is that Bowie? That's terrible. I, I've um, always thought Bowie's a bit more soft-spoken. Yeah, like, way more. And it's funny oh, you should the- say, actually, I originally imagined uh, Hardstick as kind of more of a Bowie type. Yeah. I okay. actually I actually envisioned um Hardstick as kind of a Tilda Swinton type. Mm. Being quite almost androgynous and mm. um yeah. That's that's canon now. <laughs> See, because we do a podcast where we create shit on the fly, I can just say that's canon now and that's I that. F- <laughs> I feel like glitter and hardstick both wear flares though. Like it's just of course. it's just what's fashionable. Mm. But the point is, 
uh, Glitter Tunnel says to Mammy to stop because as much as as much pain as she's caused, she doesn't des- deserve to die. No one no. does. And that would be the heroic end. Of well, the heroic end of the fight. I mean, uh, fucking hard stick, the right old dick. <laughs> how does how does this resolve then? Does Man Meat like just gently like poke her in the diaphragm again and just like release it a bit? Yeah, sort of like makes it a little bit bigger for for her to survive, but not enough for her to create any um, massively damaging wailing. Okay. I think that's a good place to end it. To play our swan song on this episode, there there will be no encores. Thank you all so much. To pull out of this story. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to us laugh at innuendos for about 50 minutes and three minutes of actual hero creation. Of course, if you liked it, you can always do us a few favors, which uh, Josh will mention in the credits. Basically, just leave us an iTunes review because it'll help us out. Uh, in the meantime, we are on Twitter at BBR underscore podcast. Send us all of your Valentine love because mm, we, we love you too. We love you too. Uh, if you have any uh, cool ideas about Man Me or Glitter Tunnel, Hard Stick, any of our heroes, uh, if you just want to talk comics or, you know, just see what's going on. And of course... Jade's illustrations will be on our Twitter feed every uh, Friday following the episode. Give us a follow. Check us out. It will be a very cool ride. Any last thoughts before we go? Mm, no. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm thinking of what I'm going to put my tag as when we uh, sign off. <laughs> I've already got mine. In I think I've got it. I just need to get it in some good uh, sentencing. Well then, I better say that you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean the de- Delightfully uh, Not a Dick McKnight. <laughs> I'm Jade Cutie Cooch Sarson. And I'm Josh. <laughs> At some point, the support band for Glitter Tunnel is a DJ who is also a werewolf called Sidetrack. <laughs> Randall. Poor, poor Sidetrack's been relegated to the credits. <laughs> so oh, I can fit have in at a, the moment. Have a lovely, lovely day, everyone. Kisses. You have been listening to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and Josh Randall. Uh, this episode has all been edited by me, Josh. So that is the credits. Uh, Dean's already mentioned about the Twitter, so all that's left really is to say, if you leave us an iTunes review, uh, we'll add in your name into one of our generators, and we'll talk about whatever comes out as an episode. What more can you ask for? Um, so that's that and all that's left to say is that we'll see you next week for another episode 